0: Hey everyone, welcome to on the line. My name is Addison and I'm a 15 year old aspiring sports broadcaster on the line is a sports podcast that highlights the stories of high school and college athletes. So you can get a behind the scenes look at what it takes to be the best. everyone. Welcome back to On The Line. My name is Addison and today I'm here with a very special guest, Tabitha Steer. In today's episode, you will learn about what gyrotonics is as well as why you should start participating in this form of exercise. Thank you so much, Tabitha, for being here today. I'm very excited to talk about gyrotonics as well as learn more about it. I would love to start off by learning more about you. So where did you grow up, and did you play any sports? Um, yeah,
1: so uh, I grew up in small-town Wisconsin um, on the very western side of Cricos, Minnesota. Um, and I grew up, um, I started dance when I was about four. I did dance my whole life, um, and I started doing sports. I did um, softball and volleyball And basketball pretty much all the way through middle school as well and then I switched to just dance in high school. So what brought you here
0: to Washington?
1: Um, uh, Well after I finished college um, I I went to college in Minnesota um, and I I knew I wanted to live somewhere else after college so I decided um, to kind of start looking around at areas that had number one a really good dance scene and number two a really good gyro scene um, the Minneapolis area had those things. It just wasn't as flourished as I wanted it to be. So, um, yeah, Seattle had both of those things. So I moved out here.
0: When you were young, did you know you wanted to become a movement instructor, or is that something that you realized later down the road?
1: Um, I think it was kind of always in the back of my mind, um, when I went to high school and I kind of started to dive more into dance, the more I realized that my body specifically needed uh, more cross-training. And and it was just always so interesting to me uh, how the body functions and um, how I can better strengthen it for dance. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then when I, it, I just, uh, yeah, I had some, some dance teachers kind of recommend different modalities.
0: Used to me yeah and i know i'll touch on this later but i'm actually a dancer and i was introduced to gyrotonics from one of my dance friends and also my cousin who's a dancer also does gyrotonics so i know a lot of dancers who cross train by doing gyrotonics but when did you start gyrotonics and how were you introduced to this form of exercise
1: uh yeah so um when i hit college um I think it was my very freshman year, uh, I had a dance professor recommend gyrotonic to me. Um, I mean, very specifically because he felt like my body wasn't very connected through the whole thing. Like I was very good at doing micro movements. I was very good at isolating myself, but I was not very good at connecting myself. Um, so he recommended gyro to me and I never had a chance to actually try it. So instead in one of my other classes, um, I looked into, uh, for one of my projects, I looked up how to become a gyrotonic trainer, just cause I wasn't really thinking about it. It was one of those things I was like, I need an idea for a project Let's mm-hmm. get done. Uh, and it was really exciting. I was like, this is a cool thing. Um, I know it helps introduce me to it more, and then I just happened to go to um, the Lines Ballet Summer Intensive down in San Francisco. Lines Ballet works a lot with Gyro, Um, so that was the first time I actually experienced it was at Lines.
0: For those listening who may be already familiar with Gyro and may actually be interested in becoming an instructor, what did your training look like?
1: Yeah, um, so there, the, the main pathway that you have to start out on is either the gerotonic or gerokinesis path. Um, the gerotonic path is kind of the equipment-based version. Gerokinesis is the math version, basically. Um, and in both uh, methods, you have to go through a series of four uh, courses that you have to take. So you start out with a pre-training course, uh, then you move into a foundations course then you have an apprentice review course because after foundations you're considered an apprentice and you're able to start practice teaching uh, and then you enter with a final certification course so it can take anywhere between like a year and two years to get get through yeah, i saw on your insta a lot of hours
0: yeah i saw on your instagram it has pomades and dance in your bio so do you also teach Other forms of exercise or is your main thing gyro?
1: Um, I do teach Pilates and dance. Um, Also here at the studio, I teach uh, Pilates. I've been certified in the Stop Pilates Method. Um, and I haven't been teaching a lot of dance, but that's where I actually started when, when I got into high school, that's when I started teaching dance at my local studio. And then that kind of bled into college. Um, but I've driven or driven more into Pilates and gyro. Well, now I think it's
0: important for the listeners to learn about what gyro actually is. I know when my friend Riley introduced me to the class and asked me to take a class with her, I didn't really know what gyro was. So how would you describe gyrotonics as someone who has never seen or heard of it before?
1: Ugh, that's so hard. Um, <laughs> It's it's a it's a movement modality um, that I think is really rooted in um, decompression and space in the body. Um, so while it pulls a lot from other modalities like dance and yoga and Pilates and Qigong, um, it, it's really kind of morphed into its own thing. Um, It focuses a lot kind of as the spine, as your column of your body, your spine is where everything relates back to. Um, So it's focusing a lot on mobility and uh, the strength of the spine. Um, Yeah. And it's just, it's really about trying to teach the body um, to find all of the space in the joints that allows them to have their fullest range of motion and, yeah, to just have greater functionality in your, in your day-to-day life, um, kind of. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. And you mentioned how
0: gyro is kind of a combination of different forms of exercise, but what are the origins of gyrotonics?
1: Yeah, um, so the creator and founder, uh, Julia Horvath, um, he was originally a, a ballet dancer, I believe, in, in New York City um, and other places, um, and he was just kind of crippled with a lot of uh, different injuries, as a lot of dancers are, um, and as he started to try to dive in to heal his energy or his injuries, um, that's when he kind of started to develop gyro. He started with yoga. That was kind of his base, and then when he realized that yoga didn't really fit his body... In a lot of ways, he started, yeah, doing some arches and curls and moving his spine a lot is really where it stemmed from. And then from the spine is when he started to add the limbs and started to add the expansion through the whole body. Yeah.
0: When did gyrotonic start to flourish and become more popular?
1: Oh, that's a good question. Um, you know, it really started out in New York City city um, on a lot of dancers, a lot of dancers that fell into gyro uh, for obvious reasons. Um, it was developed by feels good for dancers. Um, but I would say it was probably in like the early 2000s that I think it really started to um, take off and started to be, I mean, it already was available to all populations, yeah. um, but I think it started to be understood as available to all yeah. populations. Um yeah. Interesting. It's, it's
0: well, what positive changes have you, have you seen in yourself since you started gyrotonics?
1: Um I would say I've just I've gotten a much better awareness of how my body moves and mm-hmm. what's engaging when I move. Um, I, I'm a very hypermobile person, so learning what sensations I'm supposed to be experiencing with yeah. movement um, has kind of been the shift for me. Um, yeah, I feel like that's been the biggest shift. I also i have a little scoliosis, um, so it's also been very helpful for my scoliosis and helping balance out uh, the the side to side motions, especially in the The rotation in my spine Uh, so that's been really helpful too
0: i know that when i'm feeling really tense and tight and sore going to a gyrotonics class really helps me feel more mobile and stretched out i always feel so much better after
1: totally yeah it's so nice i i always like to explain it to new people as almost like you're giving yourself a massage yeah you know it's like you make yourself feel better you're mm-hmm. supposed to leave movement or not leave movement feeling like
0: yeah and I don't know if I mentioned this before but Tabitha is my instructor and even in the class it's just to it's such a relaxing calming area and I always just it's like a form of meditation in a way and I just love it so much <laughs> I'm so glad I love it too <laughs> I think most people are familiar with Pilates. And so what's, how is gyrotonics different from Pilates?
1: Mm, the classic question. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's, it's very interesting. You know, I think in some ways they have um, very similar goals. It's, it's really trying to create better functionality of yeah. the body and helping bring it yeah, functional neutral place. Um, I would say, for me personally, Pilates is it's linear. It's linear, and it helps me really feel my individual muscles. So even mm-hmm. though it's always a full exercise, I'm like, yeah. I feel my trunk right now, mm-hmm. I feel my tri- Um Whereas Gyro, it's so 360 that it's really trying to utilize circularity to allow the body to uh engage and turn on all the different muscles in all one movement kind of thing. Um yeah, so it just feels so different even though they have such a similar goal. Um yeah, one feels direct and specific to me and the other one feels more uh yeah, circular and fluid and
0: yeah. Is gyro good for people of all ages and abilities?
1: Yeah, it's really nice that way. Um, I think gyro, you know, I see videos of like 90-year-old men doing gyro. You know, Mm -hmm. like it's crazy. Um, But then, you know, and that's what's nice about the equipment is it can be um, modified in such a very gentle way, but it can also be like... There's some stuff that I can't even do yet in gyro because it's so difficult, you know? Um, So it really can play to whatever you need it to be, whatever your body needs it to be.
0: So to those who may be nervous about starting and maybe haven't done any sort of this movement before, what would you tell them?
1: Um, You know, if somebody's interested in getting into gyro, I, I really, the more... The more I teach new people, the more I really advocate for doing private sessions first, if you can. Um, even people that have a really strong movement background, it's just so choreographic. You're learning, you're learning the motor skills of it. Um, and then you get to dive in the details of how it works and how your body's supposed to connect in that motor movement. Um so you know I get people that are like well I've been doing pilates for 30 years mm-hmm. and I'm like but this isn't pilates and it's okay to be a beginner it's really yeah. interesting and fascinating for the beginner um and you just get so much more out of it um but it can really you know it just depends on, on the teacher it's about finding somebody that teaches you the way that feels right. good for you because everybody teaches so me mm-hmm. so yeah
0: in the beginning, you talked about dance and how gyro is so good for dancers, but why would other athletes, maybe football players or basketball players, benefit from implementing gyro into their
1: schedules? Totally. Um, so I think, you know, especially with um, athletics and sports that are so driven in power and strength, it's extra important to give those joints, their freedom and mobility that gyro provides. Yeah. Um, it, it just really helps with, with injury prevention. Um, you end up feeling, again, like just so much more connected through the whole body because you're able to free up those energy pathways that can get very stuck and tight when you're doing just like strengthening and power exercises. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get bound up which can prevent your movement, you know? Right, yeah. Um, There's so many people. Um, Lady Gaga does gyro. Really? Um, Yeah, Lady Gaga. I think she does, like, gyro before all of her uh, performances. That's so cool. for gyro. Yeah, there was just an article about... uh i'll say there's a chinese um person in the olympics that does karate um she's been practicing gyro um there's just so many different um yeah different professional athletes and celebrities that i've been hearing about starting to get into gyro more which is
0: cool yeah that's awesome and just a side note i was at my football team's practice and the coach was showing them some stretches and he was just talking about how important it is to also work on stretching your muscles and how that can help with your speed. And like you're saying, injury prevention. So if you are a football player, you may be a little bit nervous to start this type of movement because it is so different from what you're used to. But I know from hearing it from coaches, it is really important to work on that mobility and cross train as well
1: yeah exactly I think I think what's really interesting is I was talking to a dance teacher about this um that cross training so often and especially in like kids brains is like it's meant to specifically strengthen you for your activity but the thing is is it's supposed to be super different and the Mm -hmm. point of it being super different you're cross-training what you normally do on a day to day um and that's fun (laughs) it is
0: yeah well I'm sure you've convinced all my listeners to start doing gyro so where do you teach
1: (laughs) oh yeah um so I teach here at pivot movement studio um in uh Bellevue Washington uh, we also have a location up in Green Lake. Uh, that is a smaller location. Uh, yeah, and there are a bunch of other studios in the Seattle area. Um, in the whole world, yeah, in the world. So,
0: does Pivot just offer Gyro, or do they offer other forms of movement like Pilates, yoga?
1: Yeah, um, so right now we just offer um, gyrotonic Pilates and gerokinesis. And sometimes we offer some map Pilates as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll host like, events for like dance and that kind of stuff as well.
0: Well, I'll have their website linked in the description in the show notes as well as in my bio. But could you just share where they can go to schedule a class?
1: Definitely. Um, So if you go to our uh, website, pivotmovement.com, you'll be able to go to our schedule there and either book classes on the schedule or you can go to book a private session there. Uh, We're also directly linked with MindBody online as well. So you can find us through the app there as well. Yeah.
0: Well, I just thought of another question that I personally am really curious about. How many times a week do you recommend people do
1: gyro? Uh, that's a good question. Um, you know, I would say that like the ideal situation would be about three times a week. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is it just a person's movement regime? Um, you know, some people that their bodies really need strength training maybe it's better to do more strength training during the week and just do gyro like once or twice. Um, there are people that do just gyro and they do like four times a week. But on average, I would say twice a week is probably the most realistic and um, still very rewarding amount of times.
0: Last thing do you have an Instagram that people can go check out?
1: Yeah, um, Source so Studio has an Instagram. It's also um, at Pivot Pivot Movement Studio. Um, I also have an Instagram, um, at Vinea movement. Um, and then gyro also has an Instagram too. I think it's just at gyrotonic, I believe. And they also have a website, which is a great way to find, um, studios and trainers in your area. You can go directly to the gyrotonic website and they have everybody listed there.
0: Yeah, well, as a reminder, I'll have that linked in the show notes. But thank you so much, Tabitha, for coming on the podcast today. I had so much fun, and I'm so excited to hear um, some of my listeners' experiences and maybe trying gyro for the first time. Or maybe I know some people who are taking gyro, and I just didn't even know. So make sure to message me if you have taken gyro before and share your experiences. But yeah, thank you so much, Tabitha, and I really appreciate your time. Of course, students so, lovely to talk to you. And I'll see you in class. Yep, yeah, I'll see you soon. Bye, Tabitha. And thank you to everyone listening. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of On The Line. I upload new episodes every Sunday at 12. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts, and follow On The Line on Instagram. And all those links will be in the show notes. Thank you.